before when I would head out on vacation, I would overpack. I would bring extra essentials, supplies, snacks, because you never know what you'll need when you're away from home. I would too, but that is all in the past because now there is Target Circle 360, you guys, which gives everyone unlimited same-day delivery wherever they go. That's right. If you sign up for that Target Circle 360, you can just order those extra supplies and they'll be waiting for you at your vacay destination. The only thing better than getting delivery from Target is getting unlimited same-day delivery from Target. So if you're planning a getaway, sign up for the new Target Circle 360 today. So you can stock up on food, supplies, pool stuff, and everything in between without interrupting your summer plans. Visit Target.com slash Circle or the Target app for more details. Same-day delivery is subject to terms, applies to orders over $35. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. It's 902-1OMG with Jenny Garth and Tori Spelling. Who's ready for another episode of 902-1OMG? Me, me, pick me. I pick you. <laughs> hey, Welcome, guys. Welcome to our show. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that. Thank you. Yeah, it's that, a really that, big show. Uh, it's me, Jenny. I'm here with Tori and Amy, and we are uh, ready for another episode. Well, I need to know. On? I need to know if you guys got anything in high school, in real high school, in your senior poll. Oh, right. This is senior poll episode. So that's a good question. What, what Were you anything? They didn't do it in my high school. I went to an all-girls school and they somehow didn't do it. But my mom likes to remind me that when she was in high school and she went to Beverly, that she got the body. Best body? No, best body. Best, yeah, they called it the body. That was the thing. Whoa. Wow. Her all the time. Wow. And then she's like, hey, look what you kids did to me. 
And I was like, she's like, I know. And she goes, I never had a butt before. And the doctor was like, that's from Victoria. And I never realized that was a thing until after Bo. And then I'm like, oh, look at big booty Judy coming down the line. Here I am. (laughs) Did I know your name was Victoria? Booty Judy. Big booty Judy. (laughs) That's what he does. He He slaps me in the butt and calls me big booty Judy. Your God-given name is Victoria. What's your middle name? Davy. David. Oh. You listen here. Jenny, are you are you Jennifer? <laughs> yes, I am. What's your middle name? Eve. Oh, I knew that. I knew yeah. that. Yeah. Wait, and did you get what did you get? Yeah, what did you I get? I didn't go to high school, Amy. <laughs> Wait, did you not go at all ever to a real high school? <laughs> I dropped out when I was a sophomore or junior. You didn't drop out. I dropped right out, just disappeared. Well, you, no, didn't you do school set school? No. You took the GED and you stopped going. <laughs> I took the GED. I just stopped going and then took the GED, got my diploma. And then oh, one day they now. were like, where is she? Where is she? And then they're like, she's on TV. <laughs> look at me now. I remember How hard her. is the GED, I wonder? Not hard. I passed it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's not hard. Let's just say I was a bad girl when I was that age and I had gone out the night before and I was, you know doing things I shouldn't have done at that age, maybe drinking some things. And I had the worst hangover. I think I was actually still inebriated when I took the GED because I remember vividly uh, getting up in the middle, it was in a classroom and there was full of students. And I remember getting up in the middle of it, going to the bathroom, throwing up, coming back, finishing the test. No. Uh, that's called rallying, guys, and <laughs> I am proud of you. Thank you. It's, that's probably the one and only time I've done that. Rallied, what? that is. Nope, I've been with you when you've done no, another. You're right. I'm a rallyer. <laughs> <laughs> I rally. I rally, man. What? In the so, yeah, house. what'd you get, Amy? What What was your title? Yeah. Did you what have was a title? It? Yeah. Oh, eighth wait. Grade. Wait, wait. Let's get it. Eighth grade. You want to take a guess? Jen, you want to go first? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't best think it was the laugh. Wh- <laughs> no, that's so nice. I don't think it was best whisper. No, <laughs> or, uh, or most likely, hair. most likely to interrupt. They get so mad, and I'm going to work on that. I'm working. Um, on oh, best hair. That's so nice. No, what'd you get? Most likely to succeed. Well, they were right and done. Andre and I Check. are just just like that. You two are two peas in a pod. Wait. Oh, actually, you know, oh, before did we, you get another we, one? I um, think I got, I don't know what I, in high school. I want to ask remember. Jen, what do you think you would have gotten <gasps> if we got titles <gasps> in high school? Oh my gosh. I don't know. Um, um, I don't even know what the titles were, to be honest. Quietest. <laughs> Biggest flirt. I thought that's what Tori would get. In high school? You don't think you were, fl- well, or now. Uh, excuse me, are you so mixing, are you mixing me up with Donna? You are Donna. I might have gotten biggest flirt. I was a little flirty. Oh, that's a good. That's a good one. That's a good one. Do they have that? Like, is that a thing? Oh yeah, say for sure. Oh god, I just yeah. don't best know the terms. Smile, I can't believe like anything still goes. Do this. Like, do I they still do this? This is still a thing. I, they do this with their kids. Uh, it's upsetting. Like, if this is a thing, oh, this okay, might have gone away. You know what we had that they definitely do not have anymore. In high school, at my high school, we had a rally, and it was called a kissing rally. 
and you could write a letter. So you were like, like, I got a friend and her name is Jenny. Uh, she's really cool. She looks like a penny. I think she should come down and kiss Bob. He's on the football team and he's a slob. Yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> Lucky Jenny. Poem, and then two people had to come down to the center and kiss. <laughs> wow. Oh my gosh. Well, that that just that screams COVID. Wow. How was that a school that was a supported pep rally? But it was. And everyone loved it. Yeah, but they also like put terms on people that were like made other people feel shamed about that. They didn't get like, yeah, it's an icky. It was awful. Like when Kelly and Brenda were standing there and they're saying who's pretty prettiest. I was like, please don't pick Kelly. Please don't pick Kelly. <laughs> Wait, that's so funny. I wonder if you didn't like it because you didn't go to high school. But I'm like, oh, this is just totally normal. Like we best eyes, best hair, best smile, biggest flirt. It like, made me best feel couple. like uh, I best, like it. Best couple. What if I you think. got nothing? What happens to you then? Nothing. There's like 20 things. And like my class had like 200 people in it. I, I just, I thought I just, that award was embarrassing. Yeah. I was, I, I was right with you, even though I was presenting it to you. But. <laughs> like, I loved so I just was like, this is great. I was like totally in the whole episode. I'm like, this is just great. Well, we are talking about um, episode 24, Senior Poll, aired April 7th, 1993, y'all. Synopsis, Brenda reconsiders her college choice. Most beautiful senior, Kelly, fears no one's looking beneath her surface. Steve forgets he's dateless when he shines at one of LA's hippest venues. Directed by Chris Hibbler and written by Chip Johansson. Where do we we even begin? I, I... I think we begin with Steve because we, I mean, obviously the Kelly well, stuff. You was always want to jump to Steve. Every time. <laughs> Am I wrong? Thank you for backing me up there. I thought. I, I don't. Yeah. she. You, it's okay. We can start with Steve. I mean, again. I would have started with the opening scene of the episode, but sure. Let's jump right into Steve. That was the real forum. Okay. Okay. That okay. was the real venue where the yeah. Lakers yeah. played back then. That part was so cool because yeah. it was an actual game. It was so crazy. I couldn't tell. If it was, if they, does anybody remember, did he do that at a game? Can we, should I text him right now? I had, it had to have been at a game. Did you say, should I text him? (laughs) Well, it's probably a little early. Oh, Ian. Who would I text? Oh my God, Ian. I thought you met someone on the team. So, I don't know any Lakers, but. I was hoping. They, first of all, Diane Cannon, which we just talked about. Why do they keep cutting to her? Because she, she had like them. four close-ups. Because she literally used it like back then. She used to go to every Laker game. Like she was always on camera at the Lakers games. Yeah, it was Jack Can Nicholson that? and Diane Cannon. Yeah. But you guys, that's Jennifer Grant's mom. 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 So she probably was like, "Yeah, of course I'm going to let 90210 film me because right. I was in the show." Yeah. I I was pretty. I was like, "This is so cool." It was a real game, and I felt like they. They used the parts of the real game, so they had like the uh, whole stadium full. Yes, for for certain things, and then there were certain parts of it, segments that they were able to do without the full crowd. It felt mm, like agree. so they were, you know, like production wise, like they kind of planned it out like that. But it really did look real, and I was so excited when he the made Walsh it. The Walsh cutaways looked like they did that a different day. 
Yeah. Well, right about when they went back to have their little hideaway, their little conversation in the back. A, how did they get backstage at the forum? And B, there was not a soul in there. Like that just wouldn't true, be the way true, it is. It's completely true. empty. You know, the director, Chris Hibbler, was probably like, this is like a man's dream. Like, not well, to direct right? 90210, but to like be able to like be live at a Lakers <laughs> game and be directing and that's your job. And that's well, cool. And clearly, Ian was at the game because yeah. he did that runaround. Oh my well, god! It, it reminds so it genius. was like when we went to the Rolling Stones concert. I know we'll get to it, but <gasps> they filmed there and we got to actually be there. And this Ooh. is like a live Lakers game, and all of us. Wait, were you there? Were you there? She's all. I think you were next to me. I think you were there. We went to a Rolling Stone concert. Oh my god! Yes, it was uh, pretty. Icon. I don't think I was there. You, I feel like she would have to remember if she went to a Rolling. We Maybe gold. she wasn't there. I remember being at Dave Cause. <laughs> Not quite the same. Same okay. thing. Same thing. Dave Cause is still around. Yeah. Wait. Okay. So, few questions. Did anyone think though when they did the? Okay, so they do the zoom in on Steve, right? Mm-hmm. Then they mm-hmm. do the long one where it's further back. That didn't. Do look we think like it's him? I, it didn't look like Ian to me. It was like, was that weird? Yeah. No, that was him. It was, was him the whole for time. sure. Yes, for sure. Who else are they going to get to stand there and look like Ian? I don't know, but that part did not look like him. Maybe I'll go back and look. No, you would know. You catch things like that. I know, right? I thought for sure they used like a stand. I don't know. That's what I thought. It looked like a body double. Yeah. When they did the, what would you call that? A, a, a wide shot or shot? something? Wide shot? Yeah, sure. But were mm-hmm. you guys, I wonder if you guys were bummed you didn't get to go. I probably wasn't at the time. <laughs> yeah, I, I, we probably weren't. I don't and know the, the traffic fan. to the forum mm-hmm. is terrible. But it looks so cool. They don't use that forum anymore, right? Well, now mm-hmm. it's not for the Lakers, but they have concerts there. It does exist. The exact That's same building looks the same, but it's just not the Lakers. It's so iconic, that building. Mm-hmm. Well, and Chick Hearn. So, so he died, I think, mm-hmm. but... Chick Hearn was the voice of the Lakers. He yeah. was on the show. And then now, by if you ever go to Staples Center, oh, I think it's called something else now. Oh, right. There's LA a Live. Of him. No, it's mm-hmm. called. What is it? Crypto. SoFi? Crypto. Crypto. There's so many weird names now. It's called <laughs> what now? Crypto. Crypto. Right. I don't like that at all. No, it's terrible. I'm not happy. But there's Chick Hearn Court. They named the street after him. Oh, the street. Yes. I've gotten stuck on that street so many times in traffic. I was looking for Paula Abdul. I was like, where's Paula? (laughs) Good call. What about when, um, uh, okay, so when they're at the school and Mm -hmm. and they're talking about going to the, the, when they're, uh, Ian and uh, Jason are doing that walk and talk down the hall. I mean, Steve and Brandon. (laughs) Um, And, uh, they're they're talking first of all first of all they're talking about like uh, first Brenda and Brandon are talking about the senior poll mm-hmm. and she kind of gets him to confess that he voted for himself for something <laughs> yeah most <laughs> likely to succeed hey everyone so as you can imagine we know a thing or two about makeup we've pretty much tried it all. And we are really liking Thrive Cosmetics because they have a full line of makeup perfect for an everyday look refresh. They have clean ingredients that feel great on your skin and their products are foolproof, which makes it easy for any skill level to apply. 
And it's really cool to know that Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. Oh, I love that connection. See that? Plus, how cool is it that their uh, high-performance formulas are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free? Amazing. And they have zero parabens, sulfates, and phthalates. I really believe when it comes to makeup, beautiful eyebrows are so important. Don't you think? Their Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner helps you achieve your ideal eyebrow look. And their easy-to-use waterproof pencil holds like a wax and blends like a powder. Ooh la la. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash 90210. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash 90210 for 10% off your first order. Before, when I would head out on vacation, I would overpack. I would bring extra essentials, supplies, snacks, because you never know what you'll need when you're away from home. I would too, but that is all in the past because now there is Target Circle 360, you guys, which gives everyone unlimited same-day delivery wherever they go. That's right. If you sign up for that Target Circle 360, you can just order those extra supplies and they'll be waiting for you at your vacay destination. And if you're planning to host this summer, same-day delivery is a party saver. Hosting can be stressful. We all know that. You've got people coming over. It's getting a little crowded. You're not sure if there's enough food or paper towels, etc. Sign up for the new Target Circle 360 today. So you can stock up on food, supplies, pool stuff, and everything in between without interrupting your summer plans. Visit Target.com slash Circle or the Target app for more details. Same-day delivery is subject to terms, applies to orders over $35. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Velour XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. With the weather getting warmer, finally, it is time for a wardrobe refresh. And when I want to update my style without breaking the bank, I turn to Quince. They offer premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. And washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They partner directly with top factories, so Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to you. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. I use the hoop earrings I ordered from Quince all the time. And basically live in the slippers that I ordered on their website. The prices and quality are so worth it. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash 90210 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash 90210 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash 90210. Did you see when Brandon kind of, I mean, Jace, I don't know what to say. Brandon slash Jason, uh, they, he broke character. Just say number started, one on the call sheet. <laughs> remember when number one uh, started laughing? Wait, um, no, I didn't see this. What happened? Yeah, it was so cute because they were walking and talking and um, Steve's line was something, it's supposed to be a red letter day. And it really, really sounded like he's, he said accidentally a red leather day. And Jason's just laugh. laughing at him. It just makes, and I could see him trying to pull it together. And somehow, and Ian kept going because it was all in one shot. Ian kept going, and Jason was like, All right. And he like got back into it and stopped laughing. But I was like, I've been in that position so many times, right? Where you're like, uh-huh. Oh, shit, I'm going to lose it. They're going to laugh. I'm going to laugh. Oh. oh my God, I have to go rewatch that. That's such a good catch. It's cute. But then, oh, ew, Steve says, Make sure to bring a condom. Yeah, I'm was, feeling lucky tonight. That was like, gross. You know what? At least he's being safe. That's true. True. I'm sure they worked it in because they probably wanted to like promote condom use at the time, but like it was still Brody. There oh. was another condom moment in this episode. I think I was a little confused when Kelly and Dylan are whooping it up in his house and then she goes back to her purse and what? Says, I don't remember this. I saw that. I couldn't figure out because it was you. Like, were you getting him a condom or were you going to like? I didn't get it. It was a little misleading because like, I'm not sure what you. She said, did she say something like better safe than sorry? Yes. It was definitely a suggestion that they were going to have sex, but they're very safe about it. Okay. Although it but why like- does she have to go back to her purse and get it? Doesn't he just. Like, why didn't he have it? <laughs> at this right. point let's say our right. boyfriend and girlfriend I don't, maybe that was the easiest way to acknowledge it but I was trying to think like what could she why do why couldn't he just pull it out of a drawer I don't know that is that's really weird really that's confused. not like a boyfriend girlfriend situation that's like a you're a girl and you're on a date and you think it might happen so you pull it out <laughs> so really I've heard like yeah so, right. the only thing I could think of was like the director wanted to see that last like a last moment on Kelly of mm-hmm. being kind of like feeling not great about it or something I don't know but it just didn't really work for me obviously the 90210 wants to make sure yeah that every moment they can that they are acknowledging these people have safe sex yeah it was in the 90s you know that was when it was all about safe sex yeah. and condom awareness and Passing out condoms in schools was the first thing happening. So there's a lot of talk of sex. Like my high school experience was, I mean, I didn't have sex in high school. I'm not afraid to say it, but no one cares. But anyway, so (laughs) the people that were having sex never talked about it probably to anyone but each other. Like it was not, 
I don't think two dudes would have ever walked down the high the hallway in my high school and been like, let's get some ladies tonight. Let's bring some condoms because I'm going to get lucky. Like, <laughs> no. And like no. nobody in high school was having sex on a one night stand. I mean, in my high school that I no. know. Like that was for the couples that were like way together. Agreed. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't know what it's. I mean, having a daughter in high school now, I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> I don't want to watch And this. sex was a big <laughs> issue for Dylan and Kelly in this episode. Yes. It was. I mean, she, she's really feeling like he only likes her for her body and for the things she does on the mattress. Which I never get that vibe from him at all. Mm-mm. Yeah, but she's well, not feeling is, great right now. Yeah. So he is like a little, I think he's a little more sexualized with Kelly than he felt like he was with Brenda. I don't Definitely. know. Maybe I'm wrong. You're but right. Like, so, that's definite. It just felt like, yeah, they're always fighting. Well, in the beginning, in the first like half of the episode, mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God, these two are doomed. They, they're always fighting. Yeah, I mean, this. let's dig into the Kelly stuff mm-hmm. then. All right, so so I was wrong last week because I thought the eating disorder story was ending. I do now think it's ending. Mm-hmm. But what did you think of that opening where you're at group therapy? I, I just mean, like, really appreciated the giant eating disorder sign outside the door. <laughs> like they opened on it. I was like, wow, okay, just announce it to the world. Like they wouldn't have a giant no. sign that says eating disorder. <laughs> The girl telling her story. She was really good. Very yeah. authentic. Yeah. I liked her. Yeah, I remember. Where they, is she now? They got, though, there were a few girls in that circle that were actually patients of a certain place. Oh. And they uh, agreed to be a part of it, I remember. Wow. Oh, no I like way. that. Whoa. Yeah, it was heavy. It is heavy. This episode was primarily very heavy mm-hmm. with with for Kelly. I felt like they were really, I don't know if this was a, a decision or not, but it felt like they were really redeeming Kelly, like trying to redeem Kelly because so many people hated her for stealing Dylan. And that was so polarizing, you know? And I, for one, like I was on the not, I wasn't a big fan of Kelly, but this episode kind of made me feel for her again, yeah. which I think was their intention. And, you right. know, maybe well, that's winning. interesting. So you're talking mm-hmm. about, you're talking about fans, viewers, viewers, uh huh. Because, yeah. oh, wow. So do you think that that actually could have impacted storyline? I don't know. I mean, I don't know how they got feedback from the audience or I don't know how they, cause there was no social media. There was no way for the audience to like say what they thought right away. People write letters back then. But maybe literally. internally too. They just figured we had to go this direction. So we need to. At the end. You're right of the, though. This, yeah. The second half of the episode, she really started to be redeemed and you really did feel the connection between Kelly and Dylan. And this is the episode where he says soulmate. Mm-hmm. 
We'll get to that. That scene's really powerful. That's we should get, end, to yeah. get to that. Okay, so Jack is very easy to persuade. <laughs> like Ke- Kelly's got her wrapped around her finger. It's <laughs> obvious. But she's so cute the way that she's getting out of the little shower. <laughs> I, I thought that, that was so so I had a one thing is Jackie is almost more prominent than mm-hmm. Jim and Cindy in the last few episodes. Mm-hmm. It's really Jackie is a major character right now. Yeah. I don't know if it's my, it's just me. I just always love when Jackie's on screen because she just, I don't know. I just like watching her. I feel I the love same working way. with her. So yeah. Oh, you do. And what a Yeah. Bold, so vibrant. Like every time she enters, you're just like. <gasps> what a light. bold scene for a woman who was a little older to be very no makeup, getting out of the shower. That cotton ball got a lot of work. I mean, she used that mm-hmm. cotton ball falling. But that was like a very unique scene, I thought. She's so pretty. Gosh. And I was wondering too, like while I was watching it, like why? Right. Why, why that did choice? they have her get why did they have her in the shower? Why'd they have her get out of the shower? I mean, it, and then I thought, well, you know what? It makes it really feel very authentic and real. And I liked the way it was it felt, but it just I was at first, I was like, why is she in the shower? It was such an interesting choice, but it was like so real. A mom mm-hmm. and daughter definitely talk in the bathroom like that. Mm-hmm. And people take showers, apparently. <laughs> with blue, so, yeah. a lot of blue, blue in that bathroom, a lot of blue towels. I mean, maybe it had something blue. to do with Kelly being voted most pretty and how Kelly feels about herself. And it's all about her physically, her appearance. And then there's Jackie. You know, just a real moment, maybe. Do you think a mom would have let their daughter out of the group that easily? I wouldn't. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I mean, I, yeah, I'm a little bit too much like Jackie. Uh, I'm very easy to persuade when it comes to my kids. So, But not after one time you wouldn't have, right? No, I, I would I would be like, oh, it was it bad? Was it, you know, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> You don't want to go? Okay, let me talk to your dad. <laughs> okay, fine. I guess I would too. I don't know. I totally would. I'm a big... I would try like twice over. at least. Yeah, think, uh, maybe that's a good idea. Like just try one more time. One more time and, and then... Talk. Okay, okay, fine. In this mm-hmm. episode, we do see... And it, it landed normal. Like it, it played authentically to me the impact that Jackie had on Kelly. And maybe the damage that Jackie was doing because I did think ooh this is weird that she said oh you have no eyelashes and very pale skin and like we hadn't really seen that before but I do I could see a mom that's a model really messing up their kid unintentionally unintentionally yeah she didn't want to you don't have to be a mom that's a model to mess up your kid (laughs) yeah it's really easy to do it happens from like most moms out there I'm sure in some way we'll mess up our kids and not even think we're doing it yeah like it's say so something little hard. and not yeah. really notice it or see the impact that it has on them. So hard. What do you guys think of Jackie and Kelly? Like that dynamic. I love them together. I feel like I just felt really bad for Kelly, especially during all that part where she was trying to get ready and she was feeling so insecure and self-conscious. Um, I felt, you know, like it's so hard to love yourself at all. Anyway, it's really hard. That concept of loving yourself the way you are is really hard for some people. Um, and I think that it it's really 
a lot harder for people who are put in that category of being pretty or being mm-hmm. being something or someone that people look at. It's it just feels a lot different when the focus is all on your appearance. It's hard for you to not focus on your appearance and that the importance mm-hmm. of it. And I could relate with Kelly and I, I've, I've felt like that before, like it's not a good feeling. And it, it and it doesn't make it, it, people can tell you, oh, you're so pretty or you're whatever this, that it doesn't make it any easier for you to love yourself. So true. Yeah. She was really struggling with that. I often feel like Kelly's the mom and Jackie's the daughter. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's kind of mixed up. I like their relationship. I love you guys together. Like it's mm-hmm. magic on screen, you guys working together. But it's, I always want like, uh, I wish Kelly would just have, could do like a kid swap, parent swap, be with, have Cindy for a while. Mm. She would love that. Right. It would have probably done a lot to yeah. heal some wounds that she's had just from, and I, and I felt for Jackie too, because she was really looking inside too in this episode and, and acknowledging the impact that she had on her, you know, daughter and, and all the mistakes that she must have made along the way. Like I felt my heart broke for her a little bit too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Before, when I would head out on vacation, I would overpack. I would bring extra essentials, supplies, snacks, because you never know what you'll need when you're away from home. I would too, but that is all in the past because now there is Target Circle 360, you guys, which gives everyone unlimited same-day delivery wherever they go. That's right. If you sign up for that Target Circle 360, you can just order those extra supplies and they'll be waiting for you at your vacay destination. And if you're planning to host this summer, same-day delivery is a party saver. Hosting can be stressful. We all know that. You've got people coming over. It's getting a little crowded. You're not sure if there's enough food or paper towels, etc. Sign up for the new Target Circle 360 today. So you can stock up on food, supplies, pool stuff, and everything in between without interrupting your summer plans. Visit Target.com slash Circle or the Target app for more details. Same day delivery is subject to terms, applies to orders over $35. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because, God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's interesting to compare in this specific episode, Jackie and Kelly, and then Jim and Cindy and Brenda, who are also having, I guess you could call a bit of a conflict, but it's so, the Walsh conflict is so like, <laughs> like nothing. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. Brenda maybe wants to go to school back home. She needs $50. Like she didn't tell them. And then they are so, the way they approach it, it's so different. You know, like, think about that conflict. There was no yelling. It was all calm. It was all, like, from love and talking and, like, we want you to go to school wherever you want. Just come to us. And then, like, Brandon opens up to Jim about the gambling. Like, they just are so. Minnesota parents versus Beverly Hills parents. (laughs) Yeah, I was, when I was watching Kelly and Jackie, I was like, I'm seeing a lot of similarities in my household with this household. Like, we have. There's, there were three girls growing up. Yeah. Now there's only one girl still in the house, but and me, and I'm just a girl. Like I don't know what I'm doing. And a lot of times when there's a conflict or like there's a tough spot, it's like yeah. everybody just starts like me included. Like I'm not very good when it comes to being more like Cindy Walsh, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think anybody is. Tori, do you think you're more like Jackie or more like Cindy in real life? As a mom. I was like Cindy for many years, but now that I'm getting older, (laughs) like the Jackie's coming out, 
You got five now. You got no time for Cindy. The patience. Yeah. I used to have the patience of a saint. Everything would be handled like this. And I Mm -hmm. hear you and I understand and I know what you're (laughs) feeling, but it was like very therapy talk to the kids. I think that worked well. I never raised my voice. And now like they start arguing and I'm just like, "Ah!" yeah, (laughs) it's just losers. Oh my God. Yeah. I hate it when they argue the kids. Oh my God. That's the worst. The worst. My kids still do it. And I'm like, uh, uh, you guys are going to send me to the hospital. I can't handle this. And you couldn't just like walk away? Because they usually do it in your space. <laughs> They're like, do it in front of you because they yeah. want you to do something. Yeah. <laughs> God, I'm sort of thinking about Jackie versus Cindy. And ultimately, like, yeah. Is one a better mom than another? Well, you know what? Cindy's Maybe got her not. own issues because I was a Cindy for a long time. And when you repress your voice and you just keep everything yeah. down, it somehow comes out at some point and not right. in a healthy way. So, like, there's got to be moments where Cindy wants to just, like, be like, ah! Like. Well, and I kind of understand. I mean, it's that tricky thing where Jackie thinks she's helping Kelly, helping her look better, helping her with yeah. her makeup. And, like. It's the only way she knows to help her, though. Well, and she might be even was right. Like, maybe. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, but how do you help a kid without making them feel like they don't look right? How do you do that? It's so hard, no matter. Because just in my own experience, even currently, like, whatever I say or whatever suggestion I have, I don't know how it's going to be received. Mm -hmm. So it kind of almost even stops me from saying anything because I I don't want to get in her head in a way that wasn't already there. Like, you know what I mean? Like it, it, I do. it's so I know exactly. yes, the two perspectives, because you see that in the big blow up where she's saying, you made me get a nose job. You begged for the nose job. You know, you didn't give me a cake or something. You made me go on Weight Watchers. Like it was these two perspectives where I'm sure Kelly did ask for the nose job. You know what I mean? Like, and then Jackie gave it to her because she thought that's what she wanted. Like, But in giving it to her, she solidified Kelly's belief that she needed it. Right. So it's just and a hot like mess. It, you, and then saying, oh, if Kelly said, oh, I ate this cake, I feel like I should lose some weight. Her mom was probably trying to be helpful and saying, oh, I just did this great program called Weight Watchers and you could do it too. It'll be fun. Like, And then in Kelly's mind, that was like, oh, I need Weight Watchers. I'm, I'm overweight. You know, like they're... No, if you're trying to be helpful with your teenage daughter, it's really tricky because they have to figure it all out themselves. I just try to stand back at this point and let them come to me and not offer any (laughs) advice or tips or anything until I feel it's a safe space. (laughs) The nose job combo is giving me PTSD. I wanted to ask, I wanted to ask you that, but I didn't, I I wanted to, I'm glad you are opening the door for me. Yeah. Talk about it. Did it like, I don't know, but I feel like I didn't even feel it watching it, but hearing you talk about it now, I'm like, did my dad say something to the writers about this situation? Cause it was, it was a constant kind of, we didn't fight in our house. Like everyone just like kept their feelings inside and then everyone was quiet and happy and even if you weren't. So it was, it was not good. No one ever yelled. I never heard my parents fight my entire life. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a constant thing that I always, 
I perceived it as my mom wanted me to get a nose job. My mom perceives it that I asked, you know, for a nose job. So yeah, it's two different stories, but but the same thing. That's the same thing. This, with right? And Kelly. Yes. So well, I wonder feel, which it was, and probably both are true. Knowing just the way the world works. Oh wait, what? What? Amy, are you whispering again? It's not me whispering. Um, no, I think I think I told true. you guys this story that it came. It never came out that I felt this way or there was anything between us until um, in eleventh grade. I had a class, like a health class, and it was Mrs. Wildflower. She was like this hippy dippy, perfect name, of course, right? <laughs> And we had to write down one thing in a paper that we hadn't told anyone before that really hurt us and made us upset, that we were angry about but hadn't expressed it, and just write it in a paper and get it out and give it to her. And she ended up calling my mom, (gasps) which was, I felt like, oh my God, she betrayed me. And I didn't know until my mom called me in the bathroom. She's like, I got a call from Mrs. Wildflower, and she read me your paper. And... I'm really hurt because I didn't make you get a nose job. I didn't tell you you weren't pretty. I didn't do any of this. And, you know, we'll never know what it was. But also, I was a young girl, and it was how I heard it. No matter what Mm -hmm. she said, like you're saying, it's perceived differently. So she was horrified and hysterically crying. I was hysterically crying. Mrs. Wildflower did a good thing. We got to talk it out. And she was like, I never felt this way. I thought you were, you know, I think you're beautiful. I thought you were beautiful before. You didn't have to get a nose job. So anyway. Uh, I'm wondering where this story came from. Ha-ha. Whoa. Like, wow. But anywho. I would say. It was a good lesson, though, because when my daughters talk about their appearance, I just don't say a word. Because, you know, I'm like whatever you want. If you feel, if you think it looks good, it looks good. Like I'm so careful. Like you said, Jen, you don't know what to say. I just don't say anything because how it really transpired and it was perceived apparently wrong in my mind, but I don't know. No, I I, I don't know. Jenny, what do you think? I, I would, I think both can be true, meaning both are true. You probably maybe did want it, but then she probably didn't say the right thing or not. Sometimes yeah. moms F it up too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're not perfect. Yeah. Or maybe they, I, I, I don't know. I'm trying to get inside Jackie's head. Maybe like she thought Kelly would be happier. Do you know what I'm saying? So maybe she did put that on to her saying you can get a nose job. Because maybe she thought maybe she had expressed it happy. so many times that she. Yeah, maybe it doesn't come from a bad place of wanting to change your kid, but maybe you're thinking, "Let me give my kid." I think it this. is that. Yeah, but then okay, so right, so then I can totally relate to this. I I won't go into detail, but um, the you want the kid, you want your kid to feel confident mm-hmm. and like go out there with their best foot forward, and this is a tough life and. If that's what they need and you have the ability to provide it for them and, and, you know, you're like, well, okay, why not? If that's going to, that's going to help my child, then that's what I'll do. But on the other hand, you're supposed to be giving them the message of unconditional love and love yourself the way you are and you're perfect just the way you are and go out in the world and conquer it that way. So what's just the right way? 
You're damned if you do. You're damned if you mm-hmm. don't. I don't know. You're right. I don't know either. You know what it makes me think is of the four of you, Kelly, Donna, Andrea, Brenda, who do you think is the most comfortable in who they are? Andrea? Yeah, I think so, too. What do you think, Jenny? I feel like Brenda was very comfortable in who she was. No. No? No. It's a, she, To me, it's Andrea. Yeah. I never really, Good I haven't seen her. Brenda, like, look in the mirror and feel self-conscious or feel like mm. I've never seen that on the mm. show yet. I've um, seen that with Andrea. That happens yeah, off camera. Andrea has it a little bit, but Brenda is, I think, has her things. I mean, even right now, yeah. she wants to go home. She feels like she doesn't have these close friends here, and she's like, wants to go back home. That just comes from, like, insecurity in the whole situation. She's I mean, in. I'd want to go home, too, if that, all this had happened to me. <laughs> yeah, but Jen's and not. And I'm standing right there and didn't get picked a prettiest girl. Like, I'd be like, see ya, Beverly Hills. Jen's right, though. They don't really ever show her struggling with her appearance or how she looked. Like, no, no yeah. you're right. I just is assuming. that one time when she colored her hair? <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't look good. Yeah, it's true. She And she doesn't really blame herself. Well, maybe a little bit like just if she would have gone over to the hotel room that night, then things with Dylan and Kelly would be different. But she's never like, like Brenda is a little enough. bit of cool a, a narcissist, right? How so? Because she somehow makes the situations about her often. Wait, is it okay to say this? Of course, yeah. And, very- and I think, sorry, I've been I've been reading a lot about narcissists lately, <laughs> and it's not always what you think because there's like right. five, there's many different types of narcissists. You can be like the sweet, sweet kind narcissist. Like I feel like she does often make things about her, and it's about like I don't know. So maybe she doesn't always have moments where she feels insecure because she feels entitled. She feels right, you know, kind of mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah, I'm so scared of that title. I'm so scared of that word, narcissist. Like, uh, I I have issues with that word because Mm -hmm. I've used it. (laughs) I I know people that I'm pretty sure are narcissists. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's such, there's so many different facets Mm -hmm. to a narcissist. There's so many different ways that you can be one or that you can, or you're not one. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I get, I get really nervous with that term now because Who's to say I'm not a narcissist? Like if someone someone could look mm-hmm. at me and think I'm a narcissist or, or and mm. then what, how is it okay? That I'm looking at someone else thinking they're a narcissist. Does mm. that make me a narcissist? Like, you know, it, mm-hmm. it's, I, don't, I, I mean, so we scary. could do- Well, whole- I've been studying it a lot lately. And did you know that there's like a 1% in every single one of us? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we all have minor, it's all varying, you know, degrees. It's, it's a definite spectrum with narcissism. Mm-hmm. And again, there's many different kinds. There's the kind sweet narcissist that you would like, oh, I always thought narcissist meant this, bad, bad, bad. It's not always like that. But I just mean, I don't know. Yeah, you're right. I I guess it came up for me because I'm just like I'm just going to be an armchair therapist, but I don't think either of you are because you always care about how the other person feels, meaning even just the three of us. And narcissists typically wouldn't, it's not that they, they don't even think about it. Right, it's not yeah, like a real. It's, it's not on purpose. It's just 
ingrained in them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you're always, you guys. From oh. the research I've been doing. Yeah. I don't think. Wait, any, why are you doing research about, on narcissism? I, I, was, I just want to learn about it, but Somebody. I don't think any of us are, but I don't think so either because we get so upset. If, so, if we think somebody else is feeling, like, yes. Oh no. Did I make you feel? No, like? no, we, we do. All of us. We've yeah, had yeah, 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 interactions. Yeah. The three of us where it's yeah. like, no, oh, it's wait, true, it's true. that wasn't my intention. Well, let me figure, let's figure that out. Every single one of us does that. But what I started to think about when you said that, Tori, is Brandon versus Brenda. Yes. If I had to say Brandon is like the empath, he's always trying to like solve the problem, take care of everybody, make his sister like she goes to him for the 50 bucks. He doesn't even have the 50 bucks. He's trying to figure it out. Yeah. So he does he is the one that gets the less attention a lot. He's okay with that, though. Yeah. They would be interesting for a therapist to, like, analyze. It would That would be kind of cool to get a therapist. <gasps> to come on the show. and analyze the characters. Yeah. Can we do it? I like that idea. We have, to get a th- we have to find a therapist, so if someone's listening, that really knows the show. Yeah. Because then they are interested. Dr. Drew? Because <laughs> it would be fascinating to analyze Kelly and Jackie. And I think Tori, <gasps> Donna, Dr. and uh, what, what's your mom? Felice. Felice. Mommy I think Dad. there's a lot coming with Felice. Yeah, there is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Going back to the show, mm-hmm. I felt like... Um, what you said last week, well, two things. What you said last week, Amy, about um, br- the sort of, um, uh, what's it called when you see a head? I'm blanking. You see what? Foreshadowing. Wait, foreshadowing, thank you. Of uh, Brandon and Kelly, I felt like there was even more there this week. Like a mm. little flirty exchanges with them. Yeah. Yeah, I'm wondering... I have no idea. Does that come soon? Later? What season does that happen? Because I know it happens, but not soon. It's not, not super soon, right? soon. So they're just mm-hmm. developing a really nice, sweet, close friendship. Right, right. Because it's not like when that does happen, oh, they have to get to know each other and go on a date. Like, <laughs> no, they're way past that. Like, right. Oh, this like this episode, though, I did at the end really feel prime Kelly and Dylan. Like now they're really in a groove and like you see, because we haven't talked about the scene at the kid at the, at the park or the playground. Mm -hmm. Cause that was, first of all, amazing performance by both. Yeah. I love that. It was, I felt like that scene was compelling. Like I watched it and I was actually like, Oh, I like this scene. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And I can kind of remember doing it. Well, how could you not? It was night. So obviously mm-hmm. you shot all night. And Luke yeah. Perry is a, he is really amazing. Like he is such a good actor. Mm-hmm. I just remember it was, it felt very like it was just the two of us out there. Cause I, that it, I didn't, I felt like there was no crew when we were doing that scene. And um, it was very like, we were allowed to just go where we wanted to go. There was no like set blocking that we had to do for camera angles and they weren't worried about the lights blocking us. It was more about 
what we were saying and the emotions that the characters were going through. Wow. And I, I remember feeling a lot of freedom with that scene as just far as like, what, what, what are we going to get out of the scene? Who knows? Like, let's see. Yeah, because it I was a little that. bit more raw. Like there was some parts where you you couldn't even totally see Kelly's face. Maybe I'm trying to remember. I, I think you're in a black dress in that scene. Yeah, and I didn't have any shoes on either. Which <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, you just can't have shoes on when you're just dealing with so much emotional. Mm-hmm. That she had to lose those shoes, and I was just walking around barefoot in that grass in the night. I was like, oh my gosh, she must have been cold. But yeah, I did love that scene. I felt like. I, before that, though, I was like, what the F is Kelly's problem? Like, she's on such a r- rant all the time. Like, God, she was irritating me. I think but it then was that first- scene sort of made me understand her on a different level. Is that the first time they acknowledge that the phone call saved him? I think that. Mm-hmm. And then you mm-hmm. saying... Yeah, and I just wanted to hear your voice. So it was almost like you saved they you save each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that line made me oof. I feel like they do this a lot with Dylan and Kelly. They like mm-hmm. put them out there, like you were saying. Like there's the observatory, there's the pool at night, there's this scene, and it's really cool. It's like them against the world. They're totally mm-hmm. in a different universe. These soulmates, and it's I love that they do this. Yeah, I'm thinking, Tori, that's such a good point. I'm thinking about it. We don't see that with the other cast Never. as much. Those one-on-one, intimate, dark, gritty, or Outdoors, scenes. somewhere totally removed from the world, really. With just the two of them. Yeah. Always at night. It's really cool. We get a lot of David and Donna scenes with the two of them, but it's always very... Right, they're light, light and bright, bright. but these are all see two, like... Deep, you know, it's it, it, they set the mood moody and dark, and yeah. it's two a- like really flawed characters, like yeah. that have come together to and and find that comfort in one another because nobody else can really relate to the depths of their, you know, what they've in their mind, what their faults are, and it's I like, feel like they relate on such a deep level that that they don't really do that with the other characters. You're right. Mm-hmm. But I feel like at that end, when <clears throat> when they when they took the picture, of, um, they finally took the picture for the senior poll thing, best mm-hmm. couple or whatever it was. Um, Prettiest. We, we see like we see, I don't know. For me, I just saw the way Dylan loved Kelly. Mm-hmm. Like I could feel how much he loved her, and that made me love her again. Hmm. Yeah. And that just that last moment. Oh man. I- yeah, I I sort of hoped you have that picture somewhere in a frame. Like that I was felt my the same way. I don't I don't have that picture, but oh my god, that I can. But if someone does so... have it, let us know. Did yeah. anybody have a moment? I mean, and I don't I don't know if this is just me, where it was like Dylan and Kelly, but it was Luke and Jenny. I thought, oh. That's a picture of Luke and Jenny, too. I had like, a that's very... That's how I felt at the very end of the show. Like, I felt like that was us. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. I mean, I didn't, you know, when you're making it, you don't really think about it because you're trying to 
I don't know what you're, you're just in the moment of the scene and tr- but you it does it gets blurred and I feel like that was one of the moments when it it felt really blurry for me but I mm-hmm. it was so heartwarming and like mm-hmm. I miss I miss that miss those moments right mm-hmm. and when she said I just wanted to hear your voice like mm-hmm. that I that was so accurate Mm. (sighs) (laughs) the show is ringing it out of me I tell you sometimes it's just like too much yeah it takes takes me back I I, when I stopped like the episode I'm like what year is it a little Mm -hmm. bit like I I really can get into yeah yeah Mm. anywho Mm, I kind of love how it is for you both rewatching it. I will say this though. You were right. Kelly's hair does look darker. <laughs> Again this week. <laughs> yep. I noticed it now. Not dark, almost just a little uh, what's the like a toner? Like a, it, it had like it had say. highs and lows. Like it felt like there was low lights and highlights. Maybe it was, you know, when we would go and do our movies of the week. Remember? And they would, yeah. And we, we'd color our hair or whatever we would do to it. Maybe this was after we came back from one of those. Oh, I wonder. I had to make Okay, wait, wait, wait. So if this aired again. in April, we had then January, this. February, March. Could it be over Christmas break and you have been doing a movie? Maybe the last episode, yeah, was the like a first episode back from a break. Tori and I were talking, Jenny, before. The fashion wasn't super, nothing stood out to me. No. Although, you had a blouse fashion on. for the, the yearbook photos. Mm. Like Brandon in that suit. I actually liked Brandon in that suit better than Dylan in that tux. To me, Dylan looked better at the end when he was just being Dylan. I love the outfits when Donna and David were announcing on, on the stage. Like your little color-coordinated striped. Outfit was so cute with he kind of went with it. I had a blazer on for once. Yeah, but it was like not <laughs> like, like a blazer a blaze, dress. Like a boxy blazer. It was like a fitted blazer. Right. Mm-hmm. Fitted blazer. I thought that was cute. Uh, Go, I'm going back um, on IMDb. I loved your dress in the first scene. Like that felt, we got it. Oh, that we got it. like Kelly. For sure. That felt you. That felt like, like you in long, real life at the time. Floral. Yeah. Like long dress <laughs> now. Like, yeah. Your At back, this time, like, you are in Daniel Steele's. Wait, how do I? Can you guys see it yet? Oh, there we go. No. Star. Star. Yes. Is my hair darker? Oh though? my god! Let's look at her hair. Wait, I'm pulling it up. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Oh my god! That so you was had like done this first this has, one, wasn't it? You had done a couple episodes of Melrose Place, and then you also were doing Lies of the Heart, the story of Lori Kellogg. But that seems a little later. Oh God, you're being choked by that man oh i'm being choked by that man who is now my how do i even explain that <laughs> who is that man? Really? Oh, but gregory, gregory harrison i did a lifetime movie with oh, gregory yeah. harrison uh and yeah I, and who is he jen he is now my ex-husband's fa- soon to be oh, yes. father-in-law yes mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so weird i made out with i made out with basically my ex-husband's new fiance's dad 
I'm trying to think of a time when you all will be together. I mean, like your, your hair weddings. here is a little bit warmer than your yeah. natural Kelly hair. And maybe you were just like, I want to be a little different than Kelly in this movie. Mm-hmm. And so they mm-hmm. put a rinse on it or something. And then it was still kind of in there when it you came back. <laughs> Mystery solved. Mystery solved. I- I'm more fascinated on when all the... All the pe- all those people you just talked about will be together. And I think it'll be at your kids' weddings. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not I'm there for that. Can I Whoa. get into that? <laughs> Whoa. And then Oof. without consent, that's coming too. That seems not too good either. <laughs> they were all very dramatic. <laughs> so without many. consent. Who was in that one? Was that Johnny Galecki? <laughs> yeah. I'm so good. <laughs> wow. And then this is literally later need because Mr. Showbiz, I got you. Bowling <laughs> for you, you have the short hair. So that's later. Oh, we don't have that yet. Who's that? Guy? Wait, was that Rob Estes? No. No, it's Costas Mandalore. Costas Mandalore. Oh, and Billy that D. Williams was in that. Oh my God. Hubba, hubba. Wait, was that when you were a piano player? No, that was Star. Oh, okay, okay. okay, okay. I think she was, that, but... yeah, she was a singer. Danielle oh. Steele, she's. Uh, oh my God. That's. That's something. Walked down um, that's like lane. major to like be in a Daniel Steele movie major, yeah. back then. That was like everything. Wow. Sorry. I've read it like was every fun. Daniel Steele book. I love her. It was definitely fun. Well, this back was in the juicy. Aw. Good Kid, memories. Kids oh now would be like, who's Daniel Steele? Exactly. Oh. Yeah. They don't even know who we are. So. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. You know what I've had to be? Oh, God. It's gotten to this point lately because you get that blank stare and someone will be like, I know you. And then like the kids will be like, and I said, oh, don't worry. Your mom's your I'm sure your mom's a fan. Yeah. You've just embraced that now. I do. I'm embarrassed that they're just like. And they and they'll look at their parent or look at whoever they're with. Like, how do you know? And no I was like, uh, like your your mom's a fan. I'm your sure that's why. And she's we like, know each other. <laughs> or this kid at the airport was screaming, "Excuse me!" His voice was so loud, and it was early morning, just gone off a longest flight ever. And he was like, "Excuse me, my dad's a huge fan. Can I get a picture?" And I was like, "Yes, yes, you may. Yes, yes, you may. My dad's just a huge fan." I'm like. Yeah, take a picture of the old gal here. It used to bother <laughs> me now, but it really doesn't bother me anymore. Like that, you know, when that first started happening, <laughs> I remember I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, yeah. Remember when we first started talking about how we didn't get the looks anymore from a certain age of men that they just remember that? <laughs> that you're invisible. Yes. Remember I told you I was driving and a guy was like honking da, 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 and then he looked over and he saw blonde hair and he looked over and saw it was me and he was like, eh, and just kept driving. He was like a 20 year old. They think they're going to get something great from like, and I was away. like devastated. And Jen's like, yeah. This is what's happening. And I was like, no. And we had it very, we wanted to write about it at some point. Cause we're like, God, it's such a thing. Like you it's feel a, it, it's a transition for sure. Oh God, it's that a transition. Reminds me, I forgot to tell you guys my idea. Oh, you of, never told us. Special podcast. You were going to text us and you never do. I Take think it to I the should text. text. Take it, it to the text. I, yeah. Because I don't want to reveal it. Cause what if it is so good? We have a private OMG text. Yeah. Chain. Mm-hmm. Take it to the next. I'm going to take it to the text. Okay. What are we doing next week? Uh, it is episode 26. She came in through the bathroom window. Wait, that's Whoa. a take on a famous movie, right? Uh, he came in through the back door. No, that's a, t- 
That's a different nope, movie. Nope, that's a porn you saw. <laughs> <laughs> she came in through the back door. Speaking of old, Jen, that was a real knee slapper. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I'm crying. Oh, I think we got a wrap on that. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> Watch it. <laughs> it apparently, it's better because they just went, it's a song by, by Joe Cocker. Joe, Joe Cocker. Cocker. She said Cocker. He was in the movie. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> oh, my God. We crack us up. I don't know if we crack you oh. up, but. Oh my god. The mascara is It feels okay. good to laugh with you guys every week though. I gotta tell you, I need it. We well, all I need hope it. Everybody out there has a good laugh. Please do. Oh, has a good week. We love you. Love you. Bye. My, mom, my mom's a huge fan. Oh my god, your mom's gonna hear this? That's even more embarrassing. <laughs> oh, bye guys. Bye. Before, when I would head out on vacation, I would overpack. I would bring extra essentials, supplies, snacks, because you never know what you'll need when you're away from home. I would too, but that is all in the past because now there is Target Circle 360, you guys, which gives everyone unlimited same-day delivery wherever they go. That's right. If you sign up for that Target Circle 360, you can just order those extra supplies and they'll be waiting for you at your vacay destination. The only thing better than getting delivery from Target is getting unlimited same-day delivery from Target. So if you're planning a getaway, sign up for the new Target Circle 360 today. So you can stock up on food, supplies, pool stuff, and everything in between without interrupting your summer plans. Visit Target.com circle or the Target app for more details. Same-day delivery is subject to terms, applies to orders over $35. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. We were going to become the McDonald's of kid treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.